the poor blonde. Choose your favorite beverage, get ready for some real talk, no sugar coating or sparing feelings here, real and raw. This is Wendy, the poor blonde. Welcome, welcome. This is your poor blonde Wendy. And I am just going to apologize now for the echo that you're probably going to hear. Um, I have been kind of kicked out of my normal place to do my podcast, so um, my apologies. So tonight I am going to talk about a love of mine. I have many, but this love is something probably a little bit different than what you would be expecting. So I'm going to give you some information, which is my opinion, unless I state otherwise. But at the end of this podcast, I hope that you may seek out something new, open your taste buds to something a little different. So let's get this started. So tonight I am drinking out um, of a 32 ounce crowler, which is a mix between a can and a growler, in case some of you don't know. Um, and I love these. Growlers are fantastic and Monty and I own many of them, um, but there is a sense of urgency to drink out of them and there's a lot of beer that goes into the growlers. So the crowler, even though um, it's smaller to me, it's easier to consume and I don't feel like I have to consume this humongous amount of beer in a regular growler. So I am drinking a beer from Crux. It is called a Half Hitch Double IPA, which is considered an Imperial as well. And this particular beer is out of Bend, Oregon. It is a 9.5 ABV alcohol by volume and 80 IBU, which is an international bitter unit, just for those of you who don't know. Mm. So cheers. Whether you're drinking a cup of coffee, whether you're drinking your orange juice, and hopefully you did try it out of a martini glass, and or you're drinking milk, out of a wine glass, just to be a little bougie. So, what I have found to describe this particular IPA, which is a West Coast IPA. Um, I went online because I wanted to be specific, not just with my opinion, but to be specific on what is considered the West Coast. So West Coast IPAs are traditionally known for their bold hop aroma, high bitterness, and citrus and piney notes and flavor. They're typically brewed with higher amounts of hops in the boil kettle 
which I have yet to ever see or experience, but I would love to experience and see, which leads to the high bitterness and a mid palate hop flavor. Again, I found that information online. If you would like to, you can find all kinds of things online. You know, a little bit of Google. So if you watched my IG stories from last night, um, Monty and I spent some time at the White Oak Tap House um, in Beaverton, Oregon, with Gigantic. No, this beer is not from Gigantic. Um, but Gigantic, who is out of Portland, and they had a tap takeover at the White Oak Tap House. Um, we had just stumbled on it, actually. We tried to make it make an appearance um, on Saturday afternoons to the White Oak, um, but had no idea about the tap takeover by Gigantic till we got there. So that was a really nice surprise. Um, when we lived in Kennewick, Washington, um, there was a place which is no longer open, but we would frequent there and they would have what's called meet their brewers and they would have brewers come from all over um, Washington. And I'm not gonna say clear up here in the Portland area of Oregon, but I do recall, um, I think Gigantic actually had gone there, irregardless. So these were, this is something that Monty and I very much enjoyed. We enjoyed talking to the brewers. We enjoyed talking to the representatives um, and just getting an insight on what it is, you know, that you're drinking, um, the different things that they have going on, their seasonal beers. Um, so in my opinion, anytime that you can go to either or, either a tap takeover or a meet the brewer, I totally recommend it. Um, it's fun, they give out swag, they do different um, type games, if you will, it's more like draws, um, to be able to get hats and shirts and you know sweatshirts, whatever their swag is. So it, it can be a lot of fun. Um, so anyway, so back to the Half Hitch IPA. So I have had hoppier Imperial beers. Um, I like, as I have said before, I like to chew my hops. For me, there is something about the bitterness, there's something about the piney that I am like obsessed with. And when I sniff into a glass when I ask, you know, the bartender, hey, can I try that? The first thing I do is put my nose up to the glass. I'm not in the glass, let's be clear, up to the glass. And there is just a smell that out of the gate, I'm going to know that this is going to be probably a really good beer. This beer has a great, in my opinion, a great nose, but I prefer stronger. 
it's still very refreshing. Um, it's even sweet and a bit fruity. And um, I do not drink hazy IPAs and I do not drink juicy IPAs. Um, <laughs> I'm just not a fan of them. There's just something about the bitterness that I prefer. Again, it's just my opinion, just trying to do some education and have a little fun as we go along. So I do hear people talk about IPAs ruining their taste buds due to the bitterness. And in fact, I heard this last night and that's why I wanted to bring it up. So I totally get it. Um, I have heard, not just last night, but I have heard plenty of times where um, people talk about, you know, you're ruining your taste buds because you drink IPAs. You're not going to be able to taste anything, etc. And um, I just haven't had that. I haven't had that, oh my gosh, I can't taste my pizza or, oh my gosh, I can't taste my milk. I mean, whatever. I'm being very facetious. But in all, in all truthfulness, for me, I've been drinking IPAs for quite some time now, and I haven't lost um, my taste buds. And maybe one day, maybe I will. I don't know. Um, but I do believe that it's a thing, or people wouldn't say it. Even if it's their opinion, I believe that somebody somewhere has ran across someone who just feels like they've lost their taste buds um, due to um, the bitterness of the IPAs. So, um, but I just feel that my taste buds are just fine. I can still taste everything. <laughs> and again, it's just, I think it's just an opinion. But I'm telling you, this crux is just really, really good. So I will give an example of something that I heard a very long time ago, which makes perfect sense regarding the taste buds. I will use the example of wine tasting. Now, I enjoy wine tasting. There are wines that I am not a big fan of. Um, Monty and I, we are... Um, club members of a particular winery. We have been for mm, six, seven years. Man, it's been a while. Anyways, um, and it doesn't mean that we don't enjoy, you know, going out and doing wine tasting and, and drinking other wines. But when you hear people talk about, and I quote, their palates are exhausted. I really think that it is um, a real thing for some. So putting that into context with those people who feel like um, IPAs could ruin their taste buds, I will give credit in that sense. So I used to drink Bud Light, Bud, Coors Light, Corona, which I don't mind a Corona periodically. Um, and then I started going outside my box. And I thought I was really going outside my box. 
I was even, I had even drank a banana beer ale. You heard me right. It wasn't bad because I drank more than one, more than one more than often. <laughs> um, the blue moons, malt beverages. So it got to a point with malt beverages that my stomach would hurt and I put two and two together and I do not drink, you know, hard Mike's lemonade. I do not drink any of those and I haven't for a very long time because they upset my stomach so bad. And then I started really leaning towards the craft beers and really that's when I feel that the world opened up, um, that my palate opened up and all of these beers that I was trying, you know, you can go to different restaurants and you can do the flight of, you know, four, six, whatever they have of different beers. And that was fun for me to be able to try. And then there was times where I'm like, I am not touching that one sip, I'm done. It was pretty simple for me. And I think that that's kind of where I got to realize that my preference is um, the West Coast IPAs. So when Monty and I go out, um, he is always good about finding me a beer first to drink. Again, because I'm specific on what I will drink. Now, I will drink a vodka cranberry with a splash of soda water. I will drink a margarita. So don't get me wrong, but when I'm wanting a beer, hands down, that's what I want. I don't want a substitute for hard alcohol. So, <laughs> um, he finds me a beer first because this guy, he drinks all kinds of beer from Pilsner's, his favorite, I think it ever and always will be as a PBR. Um, he drinks the reds, he drinks the stouts. I mean, this guy has no quarrels about drinking something and I just, just don't, I have a preference. <laughs> So he will ask the bartenders for a West Coast IPA. And it's so funny to him and I when these bartenders say, well, and I quote, they are all from West Coast, end quote. And they say it so enthusiastically and it's laughable. So in my opinion, anyone including myself, because I used to bartend, anyone can pull a tap to pour a beer, but to be educated. Now that's key. Now I understand that there are bartenders who will take sips to try to get an idea of what this is. So when you walk in and you say, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, that hopefully that bartender again was going to give you their opinion what their palate tasted, and it might be polar opposite from what you taste. But for them to simply try it and to educate themselves, I love. In fact, the place that Monty and I 
would call, I guess, our cheers in Kennewick. There was a gal who knew exactly what I drank. And anytime they got in um, a new IPA, she's like, Wendy, I have this great one for you. And sometimes it wasn't so great, I'm gonna be honest. But I would have to say 90% of the time, she knew exactly what I loved. And I'm not, again, expecting every single person to educate themselves, but my gosh, when you walk in and you ask for a West Coast, well, they're all West Coast. No, no, they're not. So, <laughs> because I'm entertaining myself here, and I'm hoping that you are entertained, <laughs> because I was given a gift from a friend. <laughs> and it's a shirt. Now, we all get shirts from our friends, right? We get shirts from our parents. But this shirt, I don't wear very often because I don't want to wear it out. Meaning I don't want it to get old as I don't know where she got it, and I don't wanna to have to say later down in the years, hey, by the way, where'd you get that shirt? This shirt, and I quote says, I am silently judging your beer selection, end quote. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, I pretty much am. And maybe, uh, not so secretly now, but maybe I am a beer snob. Monty will call me a beer snob and I'm like, no, no, no. It's just the IPAs because again, there are so many beers out there, so many craft beers. And I am just telling you from my point of view, um, how I feel about an IPA. And I know that there are a lot of people who just don't and are not interested. They prefer a juicy IPA, which is great. They prefer, prefer a hazy. Or in Monty's case, he absolutely unequivocally does not like IPAs, period. But for entertainment for me, I'll take a sip if I'm tasting one. I'll say, hey, you just need to take a sip. You might like it. <laughs> And it's entertaining for me to watch his face. Remember the commercial, the bitter beer face? <laughs> I think Monty needs to try that, try out for that for uh, more of a current bitter beer face commercial. So some of you may say, okay, well, that's great. That's what you like. I'm not interested. And you may have already turned me off by now. But here's the thing, I'm expressing to you because this is uh, something that I love. This is, I love IPAs. And um, I'm hoping to educate those of you who have never had an IPA or maybe don't know the differences between a hazy or um, a juicy or a West Coast IPA. Um, there are... IPAs, there are Imperials, some people call them doubles. Um, and the, uh, the ABVs and the IBUs, 
um, on Imperials are going to be considerably higher than you would find one that could be, um, you know, a 7.5 ABV, 6.5. Um, to me, the notes, the smell is just not going to be as, as prevalent um, as a higher, as I call them, octane um, IPAs. So you may think that I have pigeon my, pigeonholed myself into an IP into West Coast IPAs, and maybe I have. Um, but to know that there are so many out there for so many people to take the opportunity and you know go to a beer fest, go to a bar, have um, some different some different beers, you may find. Um, you may not like the higher octane like I do. You might not want to chew on your hops, but you may find that there is a beer out there that you're like, wow, I didn't realize that this is what this beer um, was made of. And you can always go online. You can always look up the type of beer and truly, or the, the, um, the, description of the beers, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So like, like when you're strolling through the grocery store, the beer aisle, you know, really take a few minutes and read about the beer. Um, and if it's not giving you a description, which not all of them do, but if it does not giving you a description, you can Google that beer and it will come up and it's going to tell you it may have a note of this, it may have a taste of this, it may have a flavor of this, you might smell this. And if it's remotely something that you're like, wow, okay, I've never tried this, take that chance. Yeah, you may spend $12 on a six pack. Yeah, you may not be interested. Put it in your refrigerator. You might have a friend or a family member that comes over and you can offer them something that maybe they haven't had and they're just as happy as a pig in mud. Okay. So um, I do again state to find um, a tap house that you can um, get information from, you know, if it's a quiet Sunday afternoon and you have a bartender who is educated you know, that you can ask them to try a couple of different beers and, and get your own opinions. Um, there's apps out there where you can actually go in at the top of my head. I can't think of it, but Monty has it on his phone where you can actually go in. You can find the beer and you can give your opinion of what you taste. You can grade that beer. Um, which is always fun. It, it's always fun, I think, to see what somebody says, oh, well, this beer is a 4.75. And it is this description has this taste. But then you scroll down a little bit farther and somebody's like, no, this is a three. And I think it's because of X, Y, and Z. So just remember that we are entitled to our opinions. Our taste buds are going to pick out different tastes than someone else, and neither of them are wrong. I'm not condoning being somebody who drinks a lot of beer. I'm not condoning, for heaven's sakes, to become an alcoholic, because God forbid, that's not what this is about. This is about learning and experimenting if you haven't, and have fun while you're doing it, and make it enjoyable, um, not just sitting back 
you know, on your couch and slamming six pack of beer because you got nothing better to do on your Friday night. So anyways, for now, my poor family, keep pouring till next week. And seriously, I now have just today an IG page, The Poor Blonde. So you need to go check it out. It is blank. Do not expect anything super fantastic out of it right now. Monty just got it up for me. I will be posting on it. Um, I hope that you find it and you like it and we can start talking on there back and forth about the episodes that you've listened to. Um, I'm all about taking requests on what you want to hear about. Literally nothing is off limits. Of course, I have to be at least somewhat educated about it. Um, and you can always email me at um, thepourablonde at gmail.com. And remember, my friends, it is P-O-U-R. Again, for now, my poor family, keep pouring till next week. Please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Email at the poor blonde, that's P O U R, the poor blonde at gmail.com, and continue our conversation.